to Walking in Destiny, a Destiny Daughters podcast. So today we are talking about, um, so I already made a podcast saying, or just talking about return, you know, returning to the Lord, hopping back on the horse, if you will. And I kind of want to say that, but not just, maybe think of it as a sequel, not just return, but now I'm thinking of stay the course. Because if you stay the course, you don't always, you don't have to like do that return scenario where you like basically are like two millimeters close to backsliding and returning back to the, to God. You can just stay the course and be good. You know what I mean? So that's what I wanted, want to kind of talk about today. Shouldn't be a long one, uh, but you know, I say that. And some of my longest episodes <laughs> have been when I say that in the beginning. So we'll see. I'm going to let the Lord do his thing. Um, but yes, so one of the, I guess what I can do is just list out some ways and methods that have kind of helped me stay the course and get, you know, instead of having these extended moments, days at a time, weeks at a time, months at a time, where we are um, consistently not even just falling, but giving into the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life and the pleasures of this world. Um, so I just kind of want to, in, in, you know, giving into all of those things. And then, you know, after all of this time has passed, returning to the Lord. When I say, I just kind of want to talk about staying the course and what that kind of looks like. Because um, as Christians, not everything is clean cut. Not everything is um simple um i feel like a lot of people in the world believe that the life of a christian is easy but you ask any true believer true holy spirit filled bible believing christian and they will tell you it's not a cakewalk and it's not a walk in the park at all times and There's moments where you do fall because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. There's moments where you're on mountains high and valleys low. There's You have the moment. So I just kind of want to talk about staying the course even in whatever situation uh, looks like for you. Um, so the first thing to um, kind of have in mind is that staying the course in your faith walk and your Christian in your uh sorry in your faith walk and in your relationship with the lord it's not always going to look it's not always going it doesn't mean there we go it doesn't mean perfection what somebody clap for that it doesn't mean perfection amen um of course we're not perfect the one who lives on the inside of us is perfect and that is the holy spirit god on the inside of us but we are not perfect beings we can only strive to be um there's a scripture in the bible that says be ye per- be ye holy as i am holy um i believe that's what it says in the uh new king james and the king james the niv goes on to say um as it was translated be ye perfect as i am perfect and um the thing about holiness and righteousness and perfection, we all are, we're striving towards that. So we're not just going to wake up one day and be the perfect human being um, because only Jesus has been and will ever be the perfect human being 
to walk this earth. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, we're not going to be, um, you know, we are all striving to be like Christ, but we are not Christ himself. So staying the course does not mean perfection. It means that even when you have your moment where you uh, slip up or you um, choose some pleasure of the world or some lust of the world, not necessarily sexually immoral things, but lust of the world could be, you know, going on YouTube and going on watching a movie or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, you're taking, you're using your time, you are allowing to um, use up your time. And even though like those things happen, you bounce right back. You get yourself back together. And it's also not a recurring thing. So what I mean by that is, you know, you kind of, it's not weeks and days and months of you being um, just distant from the Lord, not, not, um, you know, spending time with him, you know, relationship requires work. A relationship requires effort. A relationship requires a lot. And I feel like if we get that part that God is God, but he also is our father, our lover, our savior, our friend, and we it's best to know, <laughs> and technically our husband too, because we're the bride of Christ. So we, we have to know him as, we try our best to know him in all of these different ways and we can only know him in those different ways by spending time with him getting into our work so a relationship requires um work so um don't know where i was going with that but oh i guess yeah i was saying like staying the course it doesn't mean perfection So when you go through moments where you're far from God, when you go through moments where you are not necessarily giving him the time of day that you know that you could get, you know, acknowledge that, recognize it, do something about it. That's what it, that's like literally all it is. Staying the course is doing something about the things that keep you from God, keep you from his presence, keep you from um, seeking his face, keep you from hungering and thirsting after righteousness and hungering and thirsting after the knowledge of God, hungering and thirsting after the knowledge of the love of God. So staying the course is basically really determining things in your life that are hindering, blocking, or um, sent as a distraction to um strain your relationship with the lord not anything on the lord's part but on your part so the number one thing is when it comes to staying the course is really uh, of course understanding that you're not perfect but also removing things in your life that could cause those um i guess blimps in time where you're like god i don't feel you god this and god that and lord where are you and those moments will happen like i'm not saying that you know staying the course is this perfect like beautiful i mean it's beautiful actually but this perfect is is not a perfect algorithm this is it so number one is it's not perfect and i guess actually number two about staying the course is identifying things that that want to get you off track so i kind of 
did one and two together. I'm not really going off any notes here. <laughs> but number one, saying the course is not perfect. Number two, identify things in your life that want to keep you off the course, get you off track. There are many things, guys, that that um, want us to be off track, that wants us to not be focused that wants us to misuse our time my goodness it's a lot it there's i mean there's a lot of things nowadays if you're a young christian just getting saved it could be um old lusts and old things that you used to do um it could be movies and tv it could be social media it could be even a relationship meaning a romantic relationship you know a boyfriend or a girlfriend it could also even mean a friendship relationship um you know your buddies or the girls those kinds of things you know number two like i said identifying things that are trying to make make you stray in your walk with the lord as you're trying to stay the course identify those things whatever it may be you know it you honest, like, honestly, I know the things that are in my life now or um, that are used to distract me, to get me to a place where I'm do- spending time with more things of the world than of the Lord. And honestly, like, we know. Like, you can't fool yourself. <laughs> you can't fool yourself. And the Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. You know what the enemy is using and trying to bring into your life so that you can be distracted and get off the course <clears throat> and that the Lord has you on. So the main thing you want to do is find those things. What are those things that you know you're spending more time with? You are... Um, acknowledging more giving more time to like we know the things that we are basically substituting god for wait no (laughs) the things we are substituting for god when we need to be um craving the lord well we are our souls are craving the lord and we're trying to fill that void with another youtube video or another season of what what's charles popular like the office and it's like that's not gonna (laughs) satisfy your soul the only thing that'll satisfy your soul is god so number two identify the things that are trying to hinder you and um exercise it could be something simple it could be just discipline. Like most of the things that we go through when it comes to distractions, getting off track, a lot of it um, stems from just distractions. We're distracted on social media, distracted with going out every single night with friends, distracted with this, distracted with that. And there's sometimes we just got to learn boundaries and most importantly, um, bear the fruit of self-control because you can't be doing everything all the time with people. You can't you can't um, look at every single post sometimes of your friends or every single reel and new TikTok video that your favorite content creators have posted. There's certain things that we have to learn to put down so that we can spend that that um, time with the Lord, time in the word, you know, and just allow yourself to kind of cut off things in your life that you know 
are not beneficial, that you know are not really feeding you in any way. Not saying you can never go on social media, but don't let it control you. Don't let the social media control you and you're on YouTube shorts or Instagram reels, TikTok or Facebook reels, all of these things that are like gateways to wasting time. Like honestly, it like sucks you in and you're distracted. So not to go off on a tangent, but yes, identify and remove. <laughs> identify and remove. So recap, number one is to know that staying the course is not a perfect walk, but the more you learn to stay the course, the more you learn to bounce back, um, the better. That's it. The more you learn to bounce back quickly and you'll, you'll be, it, the, basically, yeah, the more you learn to bounce back quickly, the better off you are and um the closer you'll be with the lord because you'll have like maybe a moment that's only like an hour instead of it being seven days of you feeling a certain way it could just be a moment <clears throat> and you get back on the horse and, and stay the course and then that couples with um number two which is identifying those things that are actually trying to get you off track identifying those things that get you to a place where you're not um really spending time with the lord or working on your relationship with the lord getting to know him because he knows all of you <laughs> and he loves all of you and you can just bask in that and just get to know more about him and the last thing i want to talk about is don't beat yourself up when you do fall <laughs> so um yeah don't beat yourself up when you do fall not I don't want to say like completely outside of the course, but you know there may be a moment where you 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 chose to do a certain thing instead of reading your Bible. Don't like you know in your thoughts like completely murder and bash yourself like you're just you're the worst Christian. You suck. You're stupid. You're dumb. Like you should be running to your Bible and soaking it up. So don't feel that way <laughs> and it's easier said than done but the first thing you gotta know and this is something my pastor has been sharing with my young adult um my, with the young adult ministry at my church he said oh well he didn't say the bible says <laughs> song of solomon he read it and he's he's reading it and explaining it to us which has been a beautiful i mean just a beautiful thing um and it changed the way that i see myself and it changed the way that i see how god sees me if that makes any sense like i'm like wow i get it <laughs> so the, the the thing that you want to know when it comes to just not beating yourself up not hating on yourself when you do something wrong when you do fail when you do turn to the world for ple not pleasure necessarily but for gratification or for rest you know that's something that um a lot of us do we we <laughs> we're like man we feel the need to rest like the holy spirit gives us like yeah it's time to rest but we just rest wrong we like rest in that netflix show or we rest in tiktok when it's like you need to rest like in my presence is the rest I was telling you, girl. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, the Bible says in Song of Solomon, I don't have the exact verse right in front of me, 
<laughs> I'm still learning the book. But there's a scripture in there that says, I am dark but lovely. And what the Lord was portraying in in within that scripture is that, yeah, there's sin. There's sin that we've partaken in. There are things that we've done, um, pleasures of the flesh that we've gratified, not necessarily, like I said, not everything has to do with sexually immoral things. Um, just living in worldly comfort, etc. But the Lord sees, and this is how my pastor described it, and it's so beautiful. He says, the Lord sees your small yeses to him. Because it's not like when you're sinning, you're feeling great about it. Like, this is the best thing ever. Why did I ever? No, like after you sin, your heart is broken. And you have a godly sorrow over that sin. And that just shows the love that you have for God. You know, that's why I love that scripture. And that's something that I am going to really carry for the rest of my life is I am dark but lovely. Like, yes, there are things. There, there's, there, not, there, I'm not saying there's always going to be things, but there may be things that we're struggling with, things that we're going through, things that we're trying to work through with relationships and families and, and, and friendships and maybe even uh, romantic ones and things like that. But like you're dark, but you're lovely. God sees your obedience to him. He sees your yes to him. He sees your want for righteousness and your hunger and thirst after his word and after him. Don't let the enemy convince you that you're too far gone. Don't let the enemy convince you that you've sinned out of God's reach. You see that you've sinned out of God's love. God says you are dark, but you're lovely. Song of Solomon goes on to say, you have dove's eyes. And how my pastor described it, if you know um, how dove's eyes are set, they're set in one way. So when they turn their head, when they, <laughs> they can't turn their eyes, they have to turn their entire heads to look in a specific direction. And how my pastor described it was that it shows your your ultimate focus dedicate in dedication and um focus dedication and what's the word for i'm forgetting the other one but it's just showing your focus and your dedication your heart for the lord so it says i'm dark but lovely and the lord says you have dove's eyes. God, God's, God knows your heart. You know, the Bible talks about the heart and um, how God is the discerner of the heart. And for us, you know, the heart is deceitfully, deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it? God knows it. He knows our hearts. He knows what you're thinking. And he knows the yeses that you have in your heart for him. So don't go on a rampage on yourself like, girl, you're stupid, you're dumb, why would you do this? You know it's bad, it's in the Bible, the Bible says it's bad, and your pastor says it's bad, and what will they think about you, and this, and like, oh my gosh, you're, you're going to hell. Like, don't bully yourself into thinking that you're condemned to hell because of something that happened. God's grace does not just simply run out. The Bible says, love covers a multitude 
of sin and God is love. If you ask for that repentance, the Lord is not going to withhold withhold his forgiveness. He's not going to withhold his grace, you know? So remember that dark, but lovely. We're dark, but lovely. We have our moments. We have things. There's things. There's always things going on. Like life is not like, uh, always this, um, I don't know. Life is a trip. <laughs> we'll say that it's a roller coaster ride. You know, there's twirls, there's loop-de-loops, there, there's upside down moments. There's moments where it's going fast, where it's going slow. There's moments where you can't even scream because sometimes it hurts. If you've ever been on the cyclone, like at Six Flags, it was an old wooden roller coaster. That baby hurt. Like you came out, you came off that roller coaster with a new back. And I'm not talking about good new. <laughs> anyway, yeah, life is different. You know, we have our moments. So where we go and we just say, I'm dark and ugly and <laughs> I'm dark and ugly, I'm condemned. God is like, you're dark but lovely like what god me oh me who struggle with x y and z bars like i didn't mean to even rhyme right there but little old me that struggle with this and struggle with that god is like i see you i see your yeses your heart is not happy your conscience like you're not happy with the any you know the sin that just took like you're not you know the lord just knows you he knows you so well he knows us all so well and he god is just i mean god is just so good so i guess just to kind of recap it all so number one staying the course number one in staying the course is um shoot what is it <laughs> number one in staying the course <laughs> is to not beat yourself up so one one in three kind of collide a little bit but number one is to not beat yourself up over small things small instances you know and and move forward honestly move forward i feel like that's like one thing that um i didn't mention in number one is like get up and move forward hop back on it keep it moving you know so yeah, number one is not letting these moments of, you know, being away from the Lord, all of these things, like they don't have to last as long as they do. Recognize it and get back on the horse. I keep saying that it must be <laughs> something the Lord really wants to highlight. And the number two is to recognize, recognize those things that are hindering you that are hindering your relationship with the Lord, that are that are taking up the, your time that could should be spent with God. You know, God is so deserving of our time. It's incredible. He's so deserving of our time. Um, so number two, recognize the things that are um, hindering, blocking your relationship with God, but also not just recognizing them, but removing them. Two R's, R and R. Recognize and remove. <laughs> Maybe not remove completely. Put in parentheses, not completely, but remove mostly. You want to be able to <clears throat> have a healthy balance of, like, I'm not saying. Well, personally, I don't do TikTok or anything. I'm not saying every every single thing is super demonic. Not every single thing on YouTube video is like. Um, 
you know, just crazy and you're not supposed to watch it, whatever. Not everything is like that, but you just want to be careful with the time that you're spending on those things. So yeah, number two, be, um, be, um, be aware of the enemy's devices, recognize and remove the nonsense because God is worthy. He's so worthy of our time. He's so worthy. And then number three, you are dark, but lovely. You have to know this. You have, um, I'm maybe, excuse me. I may expand a little bit. You have to know this. You are dark, but lovely. Like, yes, there's sin. Yes. But the fact that God's grace exists, the fact that love, his love for us exists, we don't have to just say we're dark. We don't have to just say, oh my gosh, this sin, this sin, this sin. The Lord sees us as lovely. He sees our yeses. He sees our obedience. You, oh my gosh, that's crazy. We magnify our sin more than God does. We magnify our sin more than God does. That's crazy. Not that sin is good in God's eyes. We know that's heresy because sin is not good in the eyes of the Lord. But we magnify our sin in in our own eyes. We magnify it more than God does. That's insane. And I know this because it says I'm, I'm dark but lovely. God is like, yes, that's a sin. Definitely repent. Don't just go on and you know, <laughs> live like nothing's going on, definitely go ahead and say that repentance prayer. But God sees your heart for him. You know, don't let, you're you're condemning yourself over sins that God's not even condemning you for. Bro, that, oh my gosh, that is so good. <laughs> like I'm talking to myself right now. That is so, so good. And lastly, um, don't quote me on this. I don't have my Bible right in front of me, crazily enough. But in Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 1, verse 2 says, which is so good. And I want to kind of, um, this is just an an expansion of the third point, which is dark but lovely. Um, Basically, uh, the Bible says in Song of Solomon 1, verse 2, your love is better than wine and we have to in order to know we're dark but lovely we really have to get a grasp of the love of god for us if that makes sense the love so when that's what that scripture means where it says the love of god is better than wine you're not talking about wine i mean the scripture does say wine but they're not talking about actual wines you know like white wine whatever what that means in the metaphor there is your love is better than any world worldly pleasure than any worldly lust your love is better than any other thing that i turn to for comfort than any other thing that i turn to to cope your love is better than wine when we realize that god's love and his love for us 
is just so amazing <laughs> and so out of this world, we'll realize how what that verse really means where it says, dark but lovely. When you begin to see yourself as God sees you, that's when you realize, when you begin to say, you know what, the love of God is better than wine. His love for me is better than wine. And you take that um, dark but lovely verse, you become a whole new, like, your mind will change. <laughs> your mind will change. Just knowing that God's love is better than wine. And knowing, you, you knowing that God's love is better than wine. That God's love is better than any worldly pleasure, temptation, any like sin, anything you turn to, God's love is better than it all. It's better than the culmination of every quote-unquote good thing on this earth. God's love is better. And when you realize that, and you realize God's love for you, and how much he really does love you, maybe we'll never have a 100% grasp of the love of God for us. But if you grasp it even just a little bit, you realize, wow. I am dark, but God views me as lovely, you know, and that dark but lovely uh, part where I'm talking about staying the course, my God, that dark but lovely part where I'm talking about staying the course with the Lord, understand this. This is probably the, the most important part of the whole like podcast I'm doing. Like you want to realize and come into the knowledge of the love of God for you. When you understand how much God really loves you, you'll stay the course. If you're like, oh yeah, I know God loves me. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be a struggle. Not 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 speaking that over you, but you may you may fight a little bit more. But when you know, like, man, God really loves me. God loves me. You you won't you won't really ever struggle with condemnation. <laughs> condemning yourself pretty much ever again i mean i don't say ever again but it won't um overtake your mind because there's moments back then when i didn't know the love of god for me you know i knew like oh yeah god loves me but actually knowing is like there's something i may do something i may say a thought i may have and instead of being like, oh my gosh, girl, you are like, what is wrong with you right now? You're so not in the Lord. You're so this and so that. And God is like, I love you. I love the way you walk. I love the way you talk. I love the way you pray. I love the way you sing to me. I love your heart for me. I love your love for me. God is so cool. So honestly, staying the course. <laughs> can be wrapped up in like one sentence and that's knowing or no sorry <laughs> see that was my moment to like say it perfectly saying the course is all wrapped up in two one <laughs> in one sentence which is coming to the knowledge of the love of god for you when you know the love of god for you Staying the course is not going to be about perfectionism. It's not going to be about perfection. It's not going to be about performance. It's not going to be about all of the times you failed, all of the times you succeeded. Staying the course is going to be about all of the time 
admits that you you did mess up, but all the times that God kept on loving you. Man, that man, that is so good. If I'm not preaching, well, I'm not preaching. If I'm not speaking to anyone's heart, I'm speaking to my own. Uh, but yeah, love you guys. That's all I got for today. Like I said, <laughs> it's going to be a short one. It actually wasn't short, but thank you, Holy, thank you, Holy Spirit. Anyways, I'll let you guys go. As I always say, stay strapped out there. Pray upon yourself the full arm of God. Pray for your friends and pray for your family. Pray for your loved ones that they would come to the knowledge of Christ, that they would be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. Pray for the world and uh, pray for your leaders and your pastors and those who are over you. And uh, yeah, I love you guys and you guys have a great rest of your week.